You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to Cozy Room Podcast. My mommy Shan. Hey. My hey. sister Ari. Say hi, Ari. Hey. And I'm Anya. Let's go. Hey, this is Shan, Mama of the Girls. Thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Womb Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Hey, grandparents. Hey, auntie and uncles, brothers and sisters that are, you know, pitching in to help with younger siblings. You know how the child that you take care of behaves. And your family knows. Therefore, when you take them into stores, when you take them into daycares, and when you take them into quiet places, you need to prepare for that. It is not up to someone else in society to come to you and ask you if you can get your child from doing something dangerous. It is not up to someone else in the public to get your attention so you can go find where your child is in a store or a library or while they're playing in the bathroom or while they're tearing down racks or 
hitting mannequins with hangers. No one should ever have to come to you about a child that is in your care misbehaving. If there is a child that is in your care that is very mischievous and very curious, Georgish is what I call it, that's cool. You just have to keep an extra eye on them. You just have to keep them very close and within arm's reach for their safety, for other people's safety, and for the fact that you want to keep your money in your pocket and not pay for things that that child breaks or damages. I, as a parent, dislike very much when I see a child screaming in the store, kicking a parent, um, throwing themselves out, running up and down a store as if there there aren't people shopping or um, moving heavy um, racks or may not see them or may not be expecting a kid to be running up and down in the store. There's lots of hard, pointy things in a store. So when women and men walk into a store with a child, if you know they're going to run about, put them in your cart. If they do not have carts, hold their hand. It is not fair for you to walk into a store with your child and let go of their hand as if it's a theme park. And it's all eyes. Everybody make sure that nobody walks out this store with my kid because you all saw me bring this kid in here that we don't know. No, it's up to nobody else responsibility-wise, to keep an eye on your child that you bring into the store or establishment. When you're in a restaurant, if you know you have a rambunctious kid that does not like to sit down quietly, do not disturb everybody else's peace and everybody else's, you know, lunch, breakfast, dinner for the sake that you want to go out and eat with this child that does not like to sit still or quietly. And... I'm not one to eat out a lot, but now that, you know, my kids are getting older, I have to make like a conscious effort to um, take them out in public places to eat. So I might go somewhere like midday or in the afternoon before it gets like around dinner time, kind of like after lunch in between dinner, where like a restaurant, like let's say Pizza Hut, you can still sit in there. And I might sit with them. Why? Because I need to teach them what it is to sit at a restaurant. I need to teach them that they can't get up when they want to. I need to teach them that they need to wash their hands in a public restroom, how to use a public restroom to make sure they wash their hands and they use paper towels, not the blower, because the blower has the possibility of blowing dirty feces, hand germs all over their hands after they wash them. So it's better to go ahead and let them use a paper towel. And if there's not paper towel there, I'll go ahead and get toilet paper and make them dry their hands. I teach them to use the toilet tissue to open the door so they don't touch the handle because there's a lot of people who like to use the bathroom and not wash their hands. Um, When they're sitting at a table, I teach them not to put their elbows on the table. I teach them to always um, use their napkin to make sure they put their napkin in their collar so 
It doesn't get on their clothes. I teach them that it's not right to be under the table. And if you would like something to drink, there's an appropriate way that you ask the waiter or the waitress for something to drink. If you need to go to the restroom, you need to say, excuse me, while we're sitting at the table so we can go to the restroom. You do not stand up in the seat. You do not look over at somebody else's table. You do not touch other people. Like all of that, you have to take your kids out into the elements for them to learn what it is to be out in public, how to act in public. You have to drive with your kids in a car by yourself sometimes so they can understand that you're not screaming while I'm driving. That you're not asking me to look at something while I'm driving. That you're not fighting in the back seat. That if your sister is randomly complaining, that I know she's not complaining about anything, what are you doing? And if you tell me you're not doing nothing, the odds are I'm going to turn around and I'm going to catch you. And then you're going to be in trouble because you're lying to me. All of that has to do with you training your children to act a certain way while out in public. And if your child is misbehaving with you, chances are whoever you leave them with, they're going to misbehave also. You don't want your child going to a daycare, especially when they have another sibling there that's like night and day, where one of their siblings acts, you know, very polite, um, listens, very quiet, and they just do what they're supposed to do. And then you have them who they're in the classroom screaming, they're throwing tantrums, they're throwing objects, they're throwing chairs, um, they're having to sit in the office a lot. Like, if you have a child that's like that, there is something that you're not doing at home to correct this child's behavior to the point where they feel like this is an okay thing for them to do with anyone. And yes, that is something that is looked upon on the parent and not the kid. Because a child doesn't understand the right and wrong way to do everything in life during their child's years. It is up to the parent to, you know, make sure that they are teaching, make sure that they are guiding, and make sure that they are showing the proper way to do certain things, the proper way to act. If you scream and you cry and you throw yourself out, I'm going to ignore you and you're not going to get what you want. If you quiet down and you wait and you say, excuse me, and you ask for what you want, your possibility of getting what you want is going to be way greater than if you just act out. Like you have to teach your kids that. Compared to my five-year-old with my two-year-old, Ari likes to throw tantrums. Ari likes to scream. And it's not that she sees other kids doing it because she was doing it before she was around other kids. It's just something that she thinks is an okay thing to do. And I will tell her to stop. I will tell her to stop crying, stop whining, ask for help, and she'll ask for help. I'll tell her to use her words, and she will use her words and tell you what she wants. Sometimes her sister may butt in and be like, she doesn't like it, or she doesn't want to eat it. And I'll tell her to stop, because 
You have to allow your kids the space and the time to express what they need, what they want, and not completely overtake them by choosing for them. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to eating at a table, when it comes to doing work, when it comes to cleaning up, a lot of kids are going to fight you on it and not want to do it. But that doesn't mean they're not going to do it. You have to figure out what works for your child. Now, as far as disciplining, that's your choice. That's a parent's choice. I'm not with anyone else disciplining my kids unless I give them that okay. Um, as far as whoopings and using a belt, that's not always my go-to, but I've done it. And personally, growing up in a house where nobody was disciplined by my mom, it was just like, imagine a whole house full of boys, neighborhood kids most of the time, throughout the day, and then uh, the youngest, a girl, and that girl was me, and a, a mom that basically made sure there was food in the house, made sure everybody ate, made sure there was fun stuff in the house, made sure the lights was on, made sure water was in there, made sure we had clothes, made sure we had some place to shower, and uh, she was just in her zone in the house, and everybody else was doing their own thing. That is how I grew up. Nobody was disciplined. No one was told to go to the room. No one was told, make sure you do your homework. No one is, you know, forced to do things the right way. Everybody was doing whatever they wanted, how they wanted. So I had to figure out a way to create my own um, boundaries. I had to figure out a way to create my own limits on things. And I had to figure out a way to discipline myself. And I don't want to raise my kids in a way where they feel like there's no real parent in the household. I want them to know that I am the parent. I am the provider. I am the um, guide. I am the person they can talk to. I am the uh, person that they can laugh with, cry with, um, think with. And I am also the person that will discipline you when you're in the wrong. And I don't think there's enough parents out here really disciplining their kids when they're in the wrong. And you have to do that. That's another way of showing love. That's another way of showing that you care. So your kid's behavior, if your child's behavior is out of whack, if you cannot control your child, don't be surprised when they don't get invited to a birthday party. Don't be surprised that other kids around them are being taken places and asked to come over for sleepovers and asked to do X, Y, and Z and your kid never gets invited. Or you don't know that certain events are going on with the school. Or you don't know that, you know, um, you know, fun things are going on with the other family members' kids. Because nobody wants to deal with a child that you cannot deal with. Period. Now, I understand that some kids um, may have, you know, hyperactivity. I understand some kids may be taking medicine to calm them down. They're just very busy. I understand that. But before you automatically assume, before you go giving your child drugs, how about you look into their diet? How about you look into 
what's the balance in the foods that they're eating? Are they eating a lot of vegetables? Are they eating a lot of fruits? Or are they eating high processed foods with lots of chemicals in it that may be throwing their bodies off whack? Cereals, Pop-Tarts, candy, food with food coloring in it, lots of high fructose juices, um, overly processed foods, hot dogs, um, lots of pork, high fat foods, um, fried foods, lots of greasy french fries, like all of that all the time is not good for your kid. If you find yourself eating out more than six times out of a week and you have children, you are contributing to your child being off balance and, you know, how they act and the behavior with the things that they're eating. If you contribute to your child of putting them in front of a TV or a tablet or a phone more than six times out of a week and they spend, they're spending over 10 hours throughout a week in front of a screen to learn to find something to do quote-unquote to get some form of entertainment then you are contributing to their hyperactivity you have to balance your kids out with quiet you have to balance your kids out with turning the tv off getting off of the ipad getting off of the video games and coloring and drawing and exploring the house and finding other things to do with their hands instead of them sit in front of a screen maybe take them outside let them get some sunlight some good vitamin d uh take them out for like a walk in the park or go on a trail ride y'all bikes together Um, Take them on a fishing trip. Take them out into the country so they can see cows and horses. Take them to another part of, you know, the city or the town that you live in. Let them know what it's like to spend a weekend at a house on a lake. Like, you have to kind of, like, ignite your kid's mind every week with something new. You have to. Because you don't want them to get bored in the mind frame that, oh, next week is going to be the same thing. Next Monday is going to be the same thing. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to come home. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. She's going to do this. My mom's going to do this. And it's going to be back to it and back to it. Your child's going to get bored naturally. So as long as you keep things exciting, as long as you keep um, creating a experience for your kid your child will naturally mellow out you don't have to look to drugs you don't have to look to um what's going on with my kid let me take them to the doctor let me take them to the psychiatrist so they can you know prescribe them something no sometimes all you need to prescribe your child is time with you all you need to do is be honest about your child's behavior and if your child is suitable to be with other people who do not have the right to discipline your child. Not everybody disciplines their children the same way. But if you know that you're having a child that is misbehaving, stop putting them in places that they are not familiar with and that they do not understand what's the proper um, behavior that is needed in order to be in that space. 
if your child has never been on an airplane, I don't think taking a flight from America to Greece is a good idea or America to Africa is a good idea. People on that plane are paying lots of money for a ticket to spend lots of hours on a plane to on a plane in order to get from point A to point B. If you don't know how your child is going to act, maybe that's not the first flight they need to go on. Maybe you need to think about, hmm, should I take this trip with my kid or should I make this an adult trip? Let me see what their grandparents is doing. Let me see if they're up for keeping them for a week. Like, be considerate of other people in public spaces when you have a child that is not listening to you, that is not um, equipped to be in quiet spaces. Be a good parent to the public. (laughs) Also, not just to your kid. Um, But it's all something we can all work on. I'm not saying my kids are perfect. I'm not saying your kids aren't perfect. I'm just saying we all need to be honest about what kind of children we're raising and where they're at as far as their behavior and not put them in spaces where other people feel pressure or um, stress because they don't know how to handle them. Learn how to manage your kid so the world doesn't have to use blunt force or um, bad judgment on what your child is going through. That's all. It's a part of parenting. Nothing really big, nothing really major, but if you do, you know, look at it honestly from an honest point of view, as a parent, you can have a good child. You can, you know, raise a happy kid in a good environment. But you have to be honest about what kind of kid you're raising. Duh. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. DLM's Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.